Hello, you beautiful people right there. It's 1 a.m. It's me, Abdulaziz, and it's a very warm summer night. But that doesn't stop me from coming here to talk to you about a very important subject, which is an analysis of the poverty mindset that plagues so many people and that you can begin to let go of and eliminate today. So let's go. Let's begin with reasons why people have a poverty mindset. And later on, I'll define what it is. The first thing is a very, very interesting thing. As you might know, probably since it's a very famous model of the brain, the triune brain theory, that we have a lizard brain and on top of it, a mammal brain, and then the logical human brain, which is the uh, neocortex, which is the one that deals with logic and ideals and all that. But let's focus on the lizard brain. Something very important about lizards is that they don't have emotions such as the mammals have, but they learn and they feel pain and pleasure. That's it. And how this relates to the poverty mindset is that the nature of the lizard or the lizard brain, the lizard, the way it spends its life learning is that if it feels pain in any specific place, it will never ever return to that place again in its life. <clears throat> what it does is that it doesn't care whether there are false alarms or not. If it gets pain or a serious threat of pain, it will delete that place from its memory and from its behavior. I don't mean from memory, it will remember it forever, but never return. What humans do is when they try something, something that could get them out of poverty or scarcity or lack, and they get pain in the process, all they do is they stop doing that again. And they don't understand that by persisting, by having grit, they will follow through until victory and the breakthrough because their brain will make it painful. It will resist doing more of that because it felt pain. So this is the first reason that people feel pain. And when they feel pain, they stop doing that. When actually that path of going where your pain is, is where your growth and your success is hiding in plain sight. The second very important thing about poverty consciousness and poverty mindset is that people have this misconception that if something is right for you, if something is exactly the thing you need to do, then it should feel easy, that it should be almost effortless. People are looking for the quick fixes, for the easy roads, for the instant gratification. But that's not how life is. Humans, unless a very rare genius, which you shouldn't even expect to be because they're also messed up in too many ways to count every genius, Human beings are highly trainable. What does it mean? It means that you will be bad at first before you get better. Or as the saying goes, anything worth doing well is worth doing badly at first. That's the nature of life and of learning. But people know, they think, oh, it's not. It's not a good thing. It's not easy. It's not meant to be. It's not my thing. And they're absolutely wrong. Understand this. What is right for you will feel meaningful, which means that you will put more effort to overcome the challenges. It will not feel easy. Is there any epic story you know without monsters, without obstacles, without things that make the life of the hero 
almost over, that they make the process seem impossible before they vanquish them and overcome. <clears throat> That's the reality of the situation, that you should pursue meaningfulness rather than the easy way out. So that, that's the second thing. The first thing was that the lizard brain is working against humans because if you fail at something, you feel pain and the lizard brain will resist doing any more of that ever again. And the second thing is that people expect it to be easy, that if it's the right thing, then it should feel easy. But no, it will be difficult either way. Might as well do what you're meant to do in this earth. <clears throat> the third thing is that people, as I said, are highly trainable, but they don't want to learn. They think that, oh, whatever I'm born with is enough, which is something we should de deconstruct right now. Who you are right now is the result of a random set of events, of being born at the specific time you were born, of uh, being having those parents you had, of randomly being exposed to the TV programming you were exposed to as a child, the classroom you were in, the people who were in the classroom, the teacher and how good or bad they were, you are the result of that random concoction. What you need to do is organize yourself, organize your knowledge by acquiring organized knowledge. When you know something in, in processes and procedures and steps and categories, you have created a pocket of organization in your mind that allows you to do things that somebody who is the re result of random chaos or their past cannot do because they're limited by what they know and what they know is imagine this <clears throat> if you had a random piece of puzzles that they fit together to create some weird shape if you look at them you might not know what the picture is so if you just leave that randomness happening right there those random puzzles you will not get a beautiful picture but if you go out get more pieces and methodically put them in place one by one to get the complete picture then you will see the beauty that's my metaphor for you and i hope you find it useful because this is good. Imagine this and consider this. What if you were born on this earth for two reasons? Not for enjoyment or distraction or entertainment, but to overcome your traumas and to become the best version of yourself. Both of these require you to learn because change is learning. Learning is change. So. If you, to overcome your traumas, you have to learn what your traumas are. You learn about psychology, about yourself, about healing, and take the time to learn healing, healing processes, and take naps and rest and be kind to yourself. And learning, you have to get books, you have to study, you have to get mentors and teachers, and organize your knowledge to become the best version you can be of yourself. And then you will give yourself a chance to succeed. And that's what preparation and your effort and life is about. You're put here to overcome trauma, to become the best version of yourself. And what you do is 1% a day, you learn more, you become better, you put more effort to accomplish these two goals, which both will give you meaning to your life. You will feel you're on the right path because you're on your own path of self-growth and self-development. So what is the poverty mindset? It's a mix of two things. One of a victim mentality and the second of not persisting and taking enough chances. So the victim mentality are the people who are always talking about some conspiracy happening in this world that, no, the government is not letting me uh, succeed. No, my parents didn't raise me right. No, the Illuminati are uh, creating hoops that will 
I'd have to jump through, through and never ever get out of life again of this rat race. Maybe it's true, but do you know that as one person, you're not important enough for the government or Illuminati to go after. So you yourself can get your freedom by focusing on your path and ignoring anything else. Or as I, I remember I read somewhere a saying that was funny to me and very interesting, which is don't complain about the existence of a conspiracy. Go start your own. Let's start our own conspiracy of good, which is the conspiracy of good people finally getting the good things they deserve in life. You yourself have left by not being the best version of yourself the earth and the field open to all the people who don't have those uh, limitations, who are often sociopaths and psychopaths, who don't have hinges, they don't have limitations to go out and take everything that you could have deserved. Don't let that. Maybe there are conspiracies. Well, we'll start our bigger and better and stronger conspiracy for the good. We'll be co-conspirators right here. <clears throat> the second thing is that people don't persist. And I'll explain to you the nature of life in a way that I hope will sink in beautifully. Imagine life as many, many, many doors. You're walking in a pathway with doors to the right and to the left, millions of doors, infinite. And 90% 90, 90 of those doors lead to an empty room. There is nothing. But nine of them lead to a room with good amount of money. And 1% lead to the pot of gold. What would you do? What would be your strategy if you knew that? Would you open five doors, find them empty, and then say, no, it doesn't work. This is not meant to be. Life is too hard. The Illuminati are stopping me. I'm not born to do this. I'm not good enough. No, you won't. You will keep opening doors, knowing that there are doors with gold behind them, doors with pockets and loads of money in there of cash. So you'll keep going. That's exactly how life is, which means you have to do two things in life. Take more risks, but also which means take more opportunities, take more chances, ask more people for what you want. The easiest way to take a risk and to take an opportunity is think, what do I want? And say it, I want X. For example, go to a company you wish to work for and say, I want to work here, even if they don't have an ad for a placement, because yes, 90% of the time it won't work, but you have nine doors with cash behind them and one door with gold, with the treasure. So. <laughs> you should be opening doors all day. Ask more, talk to more people, and you will find more success. Advertise in more places. Uh, try to get more people to become your customers. You don't have to pester them, but ask them. Say, I can do this to help your life. Are you interested? If they're not interested, leave. Read the book, High Probability Selling, and you'll learn more about that, which is a very ethical, very easy, very human and good process to find people who will help you and to sell more without selling, without convincing people. <clears throat> because sales isn't about convincing people. I know it's a bold claim to say, but sales is about filtering out the people who aren't right, of finding the people who are right for you. And those people find how you can help them and you help them and they pay you back in return. It's a beautiful, positive, empowering situation. And marketing too. Marketing is about getting your personality out there into the world. And if you don't think you have a personality, Email me and I will help you discover the gold hidden behind everything that you thought was boring about you. You can feature it. You can show your uniqueness. Email me at mentor at storybonding.com. M-E-N-T-O-R at storybonding.com. Just send me hello and we'll begin our conversation. So I said the first part is people don't take enough chances in life. The second, and I alluded to it, is that 
you're a good person. Your time is valuable. Don't waste it on prospects and people and opportunities that have no chance of working. So you open more doors and then you look quickly. If you see the door has nothing behind it, move on to the next door. Does this mean to give up? No. I'm not saying that one day you become a painter and the next you become a musician and the third you become a carpenter and the fourth you become a teacher. That's a too radical of a shift without persistence. What I'm saying is stay your course, but take a lot of chances and those chances push them to the limit to know whether they will work or not. It's about polarizing to know who the right people are and focusing on those. When you find a good opportunity, you persist on it. It's like poker. What people do, the pros in poker, they know that most hands aren't good. So they don't play bad hands. If they get a bad hand, they fold right away. But when they get a good hand, they go do everything to make it work. The same for you. Open many doors, try more things, post on forums. Be shamelessly talking about the good you can do in this world, the way you can help people and let people know it. Then when somebody's interested, verify that. Say to them, are you really interested in this? Is this something that you're looking to do soon or are you on the fence and unsure? Which is, understand that decision making is the most difficult thing that any human being can do. That they did a study where um, they had people um, need to make, couples need to make a decision first about which gifts they wanted for their wedding or honeymoon. I'm not sure exactly which, but I remember the important details clearly, which is better. And then other couples who said, they said, oh, just look at these things and see them and enjoy looking at them. Then each group of couples, they told them to put their hands in freezing cold water to see how long they can keep it. They found that the people who were making decisions could barely keep their hands that long in cold water. Why? Because decision making burns your willpower. It burns a lot of your energy. And human beings, the brain is made to conserve energy as much as possible, which means people unless they have an urgent need you only the best thing you can do is keep a, a contact with them with your content until their need exceeds their inertia then and only then will people buy spend money get help and become people who you can help and who can help you you cannot help any person you want you can only help somebody who is serious about wanting to be helped and who are willing to invest in themselves so Let's go back to poverty consciousness. And I revealed many things that will help you on this journey. Understand that poverty consciousness or success consciousness or abundance and scarcity are concepts in your mind. And your mind can create any concept you want. You're only bound by your imagination. And your life is a reflection of your thinking. This means you can take your mind, create happy thoughts, and reflect that into a happy life. Yes, you might have limitations. And yes, they might seem very real. But no, they're not real, they're replaceable, they're fixable, and they're temporary. If you want to know more about that or would like help in changing those thought patterns, then email me at mentor at storybonding.com. And understand that when you let go of poverty consciousness, you are doing poor people a great deed. The best thing you can do to help poor people is first, don't be one of them so that you can have the means to help them actually to Contribute in many ways, become the best version you can of yourself and get the money so that you can create a new world that is positive. I mean, the, the problem with people thinking that money is the root of all evil is that it leaves all the money in the hands of the evil people to create an evil world. 
And then we wonder why something is messed up in this universe. It's because the people with capital are the people least humanistic, which means we need more humane people in control of the money. And that's how you do it. If you think there are Illuminati or a world government or elites who are controlling this world negatively, then the best thing you can do is take money and make money who would have gone to their pockets so that you reduce their influence and get more influence to the good person who is you in this world. And then people look up to you will say, wow, that person started in where I was or even a bit better, but still relatable. And they made so much and they're helping in this world and they're being a positive force and they're sharing good content and giving good tips and being of value, then 10 more people will follow you and will do this good positive work you'll be doing. So today, what's on your mind? Really think, what are you up to or what should you be up to? I mean, if you could create anything in the world today, what would you create? If you could do anything in the world today, what would you do? And begin a step forward. Take a notebook out and write three steps that you should take in the next month. Begin, snowball it. You know, life is about taking small steps that you find that those small steps just transformed into a supersonic machine that you're riding and going fast forward with. It, it's, it's like a magical thing, creating momentum. In all cases, I want you to remember to be kind to yourself. The thing you have that's the most valuable thing in the world, something that I will prove it to you. If today they said to you, you can exchange spots with, um, with the miracle of Oklahoma, if you could exchange spots with, if you could exchange spots with Warren Buffett, you will have all his money, but also his age, he's almost 90. Would you do that or would you stay you? I know you'll say you'll stay you, which means that your life, your time is more valuable than billions and billions and billions of dollars. So don't waste it. Yes, right now you can invest some of that money and some of that time to build the future while you have more freedom, where you have more choice, more control, where you won't be a victim, where you will be stronger, where you'll know more, where you won't have to ever be in poverty or lack or fear or threatened in any way. No matter your situation, you can make it better. And that's how life is. Life is like a story where before dawn comes, you need to see the bleak, dark night happen. And I wish you for that beautiful day, full of light, full of brightness, full of elegance, full of beauty, and full of happiness. So begin today to make your life exactly your way. Good night.